0: When we go on cruise ships, they have the best cookies, and I always take a few extra cookies and I put them in that Ziploc. You know, if I'm off the ship, if I'm in my room, I've
1: always got a Ziploc. I'm Delia Cologne, and this is the Zest: citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and Southern charm. The Zest celebrates cuisine and community in the Sunshine State. It's our season five finale. After this week, the podcast will go on hiatus for about a month as my colleagues and I cook up some new episodes for you. And let's be honest, we're going to do some traveling as well. And we hope you get a well-deserved summer vacation too. So we've invited travel guru, Carrie McLaren, to share her best food-related travel hacks. Thank you for eating up the
0: latest episode of The Zest. WUSF Public Media also offers a delicious podcast focused on arts and culture in the Sunshine State. The Arts Access Florida podcast highlights arts and cultural organizations right here in Florida. Learn more about these unique institutions, how you can be a part of upcoming events, and so much more. For a culturally enriching experience, subscribe to the Arts Access Florida podcast wherever you listen to podcasts or visit artsaccessflorida.org. That's arts, AXISFL.org. Thanks to our founding sponsor, Community Foundation Tampa Bay.
1: Summer vacation is the perfect time to chat with Carrie McLaren. She lives in Jacksonville, where she runs the website and social media accounts Carrie On Travel. She specializes in family travel, having been on countless trips with her husband, Robert, and her daughters, Maggie and Molly, who are 13 and 11. But Carrie's advice really applies to anyone. Wherever your summer travels take you, Carrie's tips will help you eat better while saving time, money, and stress.
0: I like to spend a majority of my money on food when I travel, but I want to save as much as possible so when I do eat, I can just go all out for an amazing meal, you know? Um, So I'm really big on bringing my own breakfast for everybody. I'm not buying breakfast for anybody on our trip because that's a real big thing with the budget, you know? So I, I like to stay as local as possible, no matter where I travel. So I do a ton of research before I travel. Local places to eat, things that are unique to those areas. And then for dinner, I like to go all out. Find as local as possible. Try to find those hole-in-the-wall places that maybe you're not familiar with.
1: Talk to me about the breakfast. Is it the same breakfast that your family would eat at home, or do you have a special road trip breakfast?
0: We have road trip breakfast, and a lot of times it's actually in the car, which makes it even more tricky for planning. With two kids and my husband and myself, family of four, it gets tricky. My husband loves the oatmeal in the little containers that you can just pop in the microwaves, you know? My girls are very simple. They're not huge breakfast eaters. That's another reason why I would prefer to just eat in the car on the go. They love just little packs of muffins, little fruit cups, and some juice. And that's it. And that really is a a great budget-wise for breakfast for us is it works. And it's not something that we eat at home. We kind of call that our on-the-road breakfast.
1: I love that. I love having something special to look forward to that is only for on the road. You also mentioned that you try to eat in local restaurants when you're traveling. I do too. Why is that important to you?
0: I feel like that kind of gives you a feel for where you are. There's things that you can't find at home. Like when we visited Pittsburgh, we went to Permanis and we had those ginormous sandwiches that they stuffed the French fries in. I'm not going to find that anywhere else. And that's unique. And that says Pittsburgh, when you think about Pittsburgh, you think about those big, huge sandwiches that are unique to just that city. And those are the memories and the stories that we always come home with still talking about.
1: That's so true. You're not going to get that if you eat at a chain that you have around the corner from your house.
0: Right, right. And that's what makes travel special for our family is those unique experiences that we can take home and say, remember that one time when And we love that it revolves around food. So that's why we like to find those special, unique little spots.
1: You talked about the oatmeal and the muffins and the juice. What about maybe some snacks that you keep in the car when you're on a road trip?
0: I mean, I've always got that little cooler. You know, I'm the mom with the cooler that's got it packed up full of stuff. Things that we enjoy as a family for snacks in the car. Cheese sticks. Those are always, you know, string cheese, cheese sticks. Slices of pepperoni, which is kind of unique. You can get a little package of them. They're just singled out, on the go, eat as many as you want. They're perfect. And it's kind of a it's kind of filling too, you know? It's its own little meal, as I like to say. Pepperoni and cheese, everybody likes that.
1: Yeah, it's like it's protein, first of all. And it's almost right? like a it's almost like a portable charcuterie. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. You know, you add some nuts in there, you add some crackers. And I get sneaky too, and my kids will only eat the turkey pepperoni. I feel like I'm sneaking in a little bit of fanciness with getting a little turkey pepperoni in their life.
1: That's a good <laughs> little That's a good little mom hack. Okay, while we're on the subject of kids and snacks, what are some other non-messy snacks, either oh. for a road trip or a plane ride, that are doable for kids and probably the adults would like them too?
0: Yeah, yeah. I always have pretzels. I never leave home without pretzels, and I always have goldfish. Goldfish to me sounds like a kid's snack, but really I find myself eating them just as much as I do anything else. They're convenient. I throw them in a Ziploc, and I'm good to go. Pretzels are always my go-to.
1: I am a big pretzel fan as well. Also things like raisins, cheese sticks, which you mentioned, oranges, which are easy to peel and they actually smell good. So they don't, you know, (laughs) tee off the other travelers. And of course, like carrot sticks, apples.
0: Yeah. Any type of fruit that we can take on the go. Fruit is always a big winner. And then also a lot of times at the store, I'll pick up bags of peanuts I'll pick up the almonds. I'm really big into the pecans and get those Ziploc bags that you can just throw in. They're not going to make a mess. They're already shelled. Oh, that's important.
1: (laughs) Oh, you're not making
0: a big mess. But the nuts especially, those are really helpful for on the go.
1: Oh, yeah. And even something like just walking around town and and having those like in your backpack or your purse or in the car because they don't need to be refrigerated. You know what I do for things like pretzels and goldfish and crackers that can get like crumbled? You know the containers that strawberries come in? Those like plastic clamshell containers? I save those before a trip and I put my my crackers and other crumbly things in there because it makes it – it's like a little cage, so it can't get squashed as quickly. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, this is this is such good stuff. Okay, you mentioned that you have a cooler. Are there any uh, other non-food items that can make eating on the road easier? It's not just as simple as throw a bunch of cheese sticks in the glove compartment. So right. what, else, what else are you bringing to set yourself up for success?
0: So I never leave home without a box. I take the whole box and I cram in there. I've got sandwich size. I've got snack size. I've got gallons. You name it. I am ready for any type of disaster, any type of snack leftovers when we travel and we'll get into this probably, but when we go on cruise ships, they have the best cookies and I always take a few extra cookies and I put in that Ziploc. You know, if I'm off the ship, if I'm in my room, I've always got a Ziploc. So it's also helpful in the cooler too. Is when I don't want things to get wet, mushy. I've got my ziplocs. I've got them in every size. I can throw it right in the cooler, and everybody is safe, as I like to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do that too. I bring a ton of plastic bags. Yeah, even even like when you go to a hotel and you want to grab a couple extra things from the buffet. Yes, yes, you gotta you gotta stay ready. You know what? Another thing that I bring besides the cooler and the ziplocs is like a small lunchbox Yep. because when we're just out and about at like a museum or an amusement park and we don't want to lug around the whole big cooler, it's nice to be able to throw a few things for the day in a lunchbox. And I do also love my cooler backpack that I have.
0: Yes. That's the other one I was going to tell you. I am huge on a cooler backpack. My trick with the cooler backpack when we travel is to take one of my Ziplocs, fill that up with ice. So at the end of the day, when I've eaten lunch and all my snacks are gone, I can just dump out that Ziploc of ice. So I'm not lugging around those ice packs. I'm not lugging around a backpack full of melty ice water. (laughs) And then I've got an empty bag that's ready for souvenirs. It's ready for the ponchos. It's ready for anything else that needs to go in there.
1: I'm so glad you brought up ice because I have a million ice packs in our yeah. freezer at home but when you go on a road trip if you're staying in a hotel there's no way to keep those frozen
0: right every day and especially the ice ziplocks. you know i just reuse them since it's just going to be my ice ziploc fill them up in the hotel that morning put them in my cooler put them in my backpack cooler and at the end of the day i've just got an empty ziploc and tomorrow i'm going
1: to start all over again oh that's good Okay, let's talk about flying. Does anything change when you're flying versus when you're driving?
0: I am not a big eater when I'm on a plane. I like to bring hard candies and I like to bring my pretzels. And so I snack while I'm on the plane. I try and save time to eat while I'm in the airport. Now, I know we talked a lot about staying away from chains and trying to go local, which is kind of difficult when you're in the airport, you know? But I try and get those little snacks, maybe the sandwiches. Eat those in between, those are great on the goes, but when I'm on an airplane, I just want to sit down and kind of decompress. But I tend to get really a lot of dry mouth when I'm flying, which is kind of weird. So I never leave home without my water bottle, and it's always a refillable, you know.
1: I've got mine here too. Yep. I never <laughs> right leave
0: home, I mean, I take it everywhere. Um, so I always want to make sure I've got a full water bottle and I always have some type of hard candy, which I usually just pick up. At the airport. You know, we talked earlier about travel only, kind of special treats that you take while you're traveling. That's my hard candy for me.
1: Do you have any other treats or is it just the hard candy?
0: I love the hard candy. And it's funny, I go specifically for the lemon heads, which are super old school, but I love those. I love those. And I take gobstoppers, which are also a little bit old school too. But I usually, before I travel, I'll go to the dollar store. And you can buy those containers of them for a dollar. So that saves me money when I'm in the airport because you know everything is a little more expensive in the airport.
1: Oh, that's good. The the dollar store grocery section is underrated, I think. There's a lot of good stuff over there. Big time.
0: The snacks and the treats and the hard candy section is where I always go first.
1: Yep, before a trip or before going to the movie theater, I'm just saying. Yep. (laughs) Yep. My airplane snacks are plantain chips and chocolate covered almonds. For some reason, I I will not buy them at home because I'll just eat them all. But on a plane, I'm like, this is a time to treat yourself. So (laughs) that's what I do. Okay, I know your family, your family are big cruisers. I've never been on a cruise. so tell me what I'm missing. Tell me about the food on the cruise and how you approach it.
0: Oh my goodness! I approach it to eat one of everything as much as possible. (laughs) I love cruising. I love it. I'm a big ice cream eater, so there's always 24 seven ice cream machines and the ice cream cones, and and I just I go for broke when I get on a cruise when there's food involved. I cruised. For so long, my whole life without kids. And then when I had kids, it was kind of like, whoa, how do you do this? And the first time we cruised with kids, I packed my own snacks. I packed everything, you know. And then I got on there and I thought, what am I doing? They've got all this food here. I learned the hard way. I, I don't pack anything for the kids. One tip I do cruise with is I always take those reusable cups. And I take reusable straws so that I've always got a cup with a lid. For anybody okay. that's involved, because I've got spillers and I spill, you know, everybody's going to spill. But if I've got those reusable cups, I've always got them on hand. I know they're not going to break, but I tend to eat a little more extravagant when I go on cruises. You know, it's a little easier to do that when you've got the buffets and you've got 24-7 pizza. I try to get a little more adventurous and I challenge myself at least once a day to try something new. Whether it's frog legs, whether it's the escargot, anything fancy, I give it a go because it's included. So you're going to be able to try things that you normally wouldn't order off a menu that you got to pay for. I don't want to, what if I don't like it? Right. Right. So that's my chance to kind of step out of the box and try new.
1: Tell me more about the cookies that you're pilfering. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: My cookies. So when you go on a cruise, they've just got desserts galore. You know, you've got every type of cake and food you can imagine, but cookies are my thing. So I always have a little snack Ziploc because I don't leave home without them. I take the cookies and I put in that Ziploc and I take those with me when we get off the ship. Those are great snacks and they're really good. Peanut butter cookies. Can't go wrong. Another good cruise tip is my children didn't realize that Froot Loops were actually food that you could eat on land. (laughs) They thought, (laughs) I'll never forget when we went to the grocery store after a few cruises, and my daughter said, Wait, you can get Froot Loops in the store? And I said, Yeah, she thought those were just a special sugary treat that she could only get on cruise ships.
1: Oh, she's ruined now. I
0: know, she's ruined. So, but on cruise ships, all of the cereals come in little tiny boxes that are just like a one serving size. So I always grab a few extras of those because they're already prepackaged. They're single served. Everybody picks out their box for the day and I throw them in the book bag. So it's an instant snack. It's already prepackaged. So that's what we do. Those are our snacks when we get off the ship to go explore. Cookies. Dry
1: cereal. Mm, living the dream. Dry cereal in those tiny boxes is also yeah. abundant in, like, hotel buffets, and yes. I will grab a couple of those, or they have, like, the apples that are wrapped in plastic you can yeah. stick in your backpack. Let's go through some different lodging situations that people may find themselves in and talk about yeah. your approach to food. So, obviously, if you're on a cruise, you're sleeping on the boat, right. but... Let's dive into hotels a little bit. You said you bring your cooler and you refill it with ice. How else do you approach like the mini fridge and the breakfast buffet if there is one and just living in a hotel room?
0: Yeah, living in a hotel room, it gets a little tricky sometimes, especially when you've got a full family in there with you, you know, with the mini fridge, I try and pack it as much as I can with water, 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 because sometimes those mini fridges can get tricky on you and everything will freeze. It happens to me all the time but I turn those into my ice blocks we talked earlier about how we're looking for ice and the ice packs and how do you keep them frozen so that's one of those wonderful miracles that happens when your ice does freeze you've got an instant ice pack you know <laughs> so I keep that but then I'm still living out of my cooler too because many fridges just don't fit especially when you're packing it full of drinks and waters it's just not going to work But I bring that in every night, no matter if I'm staying two nights, three nights, that cooler goes back and forth with me every day in and out of the car. So, yeah, we we keep the sandwich meat. We keep the drinks. We keep the the snacks like our cheese sticks and our string cheese. So we can constantly we're surrounded by food. But even if we're not constantly eating, we're saving the money so we can splurge on those really fun, unique meals while we're traveling.
1: That's great. And I like that you said earlier that you typically bring your own breakfast. Maybe there's a buffet, maybe there's not. But getting everybody out of the hotel room at the same time is tricky. And people might get hungry while somebody else is in the shower. We'll split up. We'll take, say, hey, while you
0: hop in the shower, I'm going to go take the kids. What do you want for breakfast? I'll bring it back. Or if there's not the free breakfast, We set up little stations across the the room of, you've got your food, grab a drink, come over here and sit down. I also, when we travel, I always take paper plates. Yes. And I always like to save those little packages of silverware that you get when you get to go food. I always have those handy plates, napkins. So I've almost got my own little picnic in the room. If there's not a free breakfast, picnic in the room, picnic in the car, like I know mentioned earlier is always a huge hit I don't know why but my kids think that is so fancy and fun to eat in the car on the go which it sometimes makes a mess but that's a good challenge to find those non-messy foods
1: picnic in the car I love how if you just put the right label on something it becomes a fun activity right I- <laughs> yeah I also bring paper plates everywhere I go because we were at the beach one time and like I thought my friend was bringing the plates. She thought I was bringing them. So we were trying to make (laughs) sandwiches, like balancing everything on our arms. You always need paper plates at the park and it's just, they hardly take up any space. And I'll even bring a garbage bag sometimes because you don't know what that situation will be. Now, do you ever, do you ever stay in a hotel that has a kitchenette?
0: You know, we have. To be honest, I don't do a lot of cooking in the kitchenette if I have a full kitchenette. I use it for my storage, whether it's my food storage or just storage storage, you know, those pesky places that don't have enough room for suitcases, you know. But if it's a kitchenette, I'm not going to use it as much. I'm going to use it for making of breakfast. If we're around for lunch, I'll use it for lunch. But again, we try and splurge on at least one big meal a day where we're going out. So kitchenettes don't really get used too much by me.
1: That's fair. And you didn't go on vacation to cook.
0: Right. <laughs> that is the last thing I need to do is to make extravagant dinners for everybody on vacation.
1: Exactly. Now I sometimes, if we're staying in like a condo or an Airbnb or a Verbo or something like that, I'll bring something yeah. from home that I can heat up like chili. Do you ever do that sort right. of
0: thing? Yeah, Now we are. And it's funny you mentioned that we were just talking last night about this year's two-week road trip I think we're going to bring a lasagna that's frozen and that's going to mean I need a bigger cooler but that is a really good little meal say if we're staying in an Airbnb and I have a full kitchen you know eating out every single night sometimes you just want to stay in and watch a movie on the couch Mm -hmm. if you've got that access but yeah I think we're going to bring a lasagna this time
1: Ooh, you guys are fancy. Have getting you really fancy? You're getting next level with it. Now, have you ever ordered groceries while traveling?
0: You know, we've talked about it and I we have not. I've never ordered groceries while traveling. I am really big of one of us will just run out and pick up what we need because then again, you know, sometimes ordering groceries can get a little pricey. So we tend to just send one of us will run out and get the groceries if we need something really specific. I know my daughter loves those little mini muffin packages, like Entmans, I think they're called. So we run out of those. Notoriously, we'll always run out of those. But normally we just send folks, one of us will run out when the girls are asleep or when we're having downtime, just hop out and get groceries.
1: Okay. I have ordered groceries a couple times, either while I was in the house, the vacation house, or sure. I've tried to time it to where I can have it ready, waiting for us when we arrive, or swing by the Walmart nice. or whatever and pick it up. Yeah, and that and that can come in handy too. Yep. Um, last sort of situation that I can think of, we did a whole episode with Lauren Gay, the outdoorsy diva, on camping and hiking, so we won't really. Discuss sure. that we can. You can go back and listen to that episode if you want. But staying with family and friends, like when we stay with my parents, my mom prefers that I email her a detailed list of what my family eats. So <laughs> she. So many people will say, "Oh, anything is fine," but anything right. is not fine because then you have all this food that nobody's eating. So what is? Right. What are your thoughts on that?
0: No, I think that's amazing. What a wonderful host your mom is. That's incredible. But you're <laughs> right. You know it. it I fall under that trap of, oh, whatever you normally do is fine for us. And you're right. It's not fine for us because I have picky eaters in my house. So having those special things like the muffins, oh they especially travel, you know, that like gets tricky. So I think being open, if you're the host or you're the person that's traveling, being open about, hey, this is what works best for us, or here's a good trick that works for me. Let's spread it on to your family or as your host, what can I do to help you feel comfortable?
1: That's good. Last question. And then anything else you would like to add? You're giving me so many good tips. I'm actually <laughs> excited to to put them to use this summer. Right. Nice. You talked a lot about your girls. You said Maggie's 13 and 13. Molly's 11. Yep. Okay. Now, how does your approach to travel food change? if you're traveling by yourself or I don't know with a group of girlfriends versus with your husband and kids.
0: Sure. Sure. I think as a parent, when you're traveling solo, which doesn't happen nearly enough, as we all know, I think it's such a luxury to go out to eat by myself. What a wonderful little break to let somebody else take care of you, somebody else to do the dishes, somebody to cook. So I will schedule more time for myself to enjoy a longer meal, say if I'm traveling solo, because I really feel like that's a great downtime relaxing. So I always schedule more time if I'm, if I'm solo. So if I'm with my husband or if I'm with friends and girlfriends, I always, that's where the true memories come for me is surrounded by food. So scheduling more time and picking those really unique places to go that I probably wouldn't splurge on if I was at home. Those are the extra treats for me.
1: That's such a good way of looking at it because I'm the opposite. I think, oh, it's just me. It doesn't have to be special. I'll just get takeout and eat it on the bed in my hotel. But right. that's that's really good self-care. And it's your yes. chance to eat at a place that maybe only you would like.
0: That too. That's another great luxury is when you travel solo, you are in charge of what you want and definitely what you don't want. There will be no chicken nuggets and French fries on my plate. So yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing self-care, like you said, to sit down and enjoy that glass of wine and no one's bothering you. I'm really big on bringing a book, just sitting back, relaxing and letting them know when you sit down, hey, I am not in a rush. This is me time. So please. And a lot of times, Folks that are serving you will understand that and really, you know, they really like to cater to you if they know that this is an experience that you don't get very often.
1: Mm, That's good. Even if it's just a business trip, you can can tack on a little self-care time. I love that. Carrie, these tips are awesome. Is there anything else that Mm. we should be doing? Any other hacks you want to share?
0: You know, so just kind of thinking ahead of what works for you will keep you from stressing out when you're traveling, but also... Just to keep things a little more at
1: ease, Carrie. Thank you so much for all these great tips, and have a great road trip this summer. Thanks, thank you. Carrie McLaren is a Jacksonville-based travel blogger and influencer. She's on Facebook and Instagram at Carrie on Travel, and we're at the Zest Podcast. Hit us up with your best food-related travel hack. I'm Delia Cologne. I produce the Zest with Andrew Lucas. We get help from Chandler Balcom, Hannah Abdelmajid, and Mark Hayes. We'll be back in about a month with some zesty new episodes for you. And until then, stay safe and wear plenty of sunscreen. The Zest is a production of WUSF Public Media. Copyright 2022.